Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic is asking for help. It's okay to ask for help. You know, this might be my uh, number one affirmation. Um, you know, prior to the rooms, uh, prior to recovery, I was terrified of asking for help. And, you know, whether it was from other people or, you know, a higher power, um, and it has been central and integral to my recovery. I mean, and it doesn't really get that much easier, um, but that's why I read this literature so so much to remind me, um, you know, my mom always says uh, one plus one equals 11. And I think I first really noticed that um, when I came into the rooms, you know, the magic of one addict talking to another, uh, you know, putting pen to paper and sharing it with another. Back to the reading. One of the most absurd, it's interesting word, things we do to ourselves is not asking for the help we need from a friend, a family member, our higher power, or the appropriate resource. I like that appropriate resource. A lot of times, out of safety, I won't ask the authority figure and I'll ask somebody else. Back to the reading. We don't have to struggle through feelings and problems alone. We can ask for help from our higher power and for support and encouragement from our friends. Whether what we need is information, encouragement, a hand, a word, a hug, someone who will listen or a ride, we can ask. We can ask people for what we need from them. We can ask God for what we need from God. You know, and I think prior to the rooms, again, the only time I would ask God for help is when I felt like my life was on the line, not in work, in sex life, uh, in create creative acts. Um, and it's just a great reminder to be able to ask for that. And I think part of it comes from this fear of like, if I don't get it, then that could breed a resentment or that could trigger that pain of rejection, even though, you know, you know, intellectually, you know, the body keeps the score, right? So, you know, the body may or may, or may not react with trauma, at least in my case. It is self-defeating to not ask for the help we need. It keeps us stuck. If we ask long and hard enough, if we direct a request to the right source, we'll get the help we need. I have a feeling today's readings are going to be spectacular. Back to the reading. There is a difference between asking someone to rescue us and asking someone in a direct manner for the help we need from him or her. Right. There's a difference between clarity and being a martyr. We can be straightforward and let others choose whether to help us or not. If the answer is no, we can deal with that. It is self-defeating to hint, whine, manipulate, or coerce help out of people. It is annoying to go to people as a victim and expect them to rescue us. It is healthy to ask for help when help is what we need. My problem is shame, said one woman. I wanted to ask for help in dealing with it, but I was too ashamed. Isn't that crazy? We who are eager to help others can learn to allow ourselves to receive help. I like that part about allowing. You know, a lot of times I've been allowed to, you know, help or even financial help and just kind of felt like I didn't earn it. Back to the reading. We can learn to make clean contracts about asking for and receiving the help we want and need. Today, I will ask for help if I need it from people and my higher power. I will not be a victim helplessly waiting to be rescued. I will make my request for help specific to the point and I will leave the room for the person to choose whether or not to help me. Right, that's up to them. I will not be a martyr any longer by refusing to get the help I deserve in life, the help that makes life simpler. 
God, help me let go of my need to do everything alone. Help me use the vast universe of resources available to me. Unbelievable reading. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic, valuing our needs. When we don't ask for what we want and need, we discount ourselves. We deserve better. And more for me, you know, the underbeing part, it's not always what I need, it's what I want, you know. Do I need a car where I live? Not necessarily. Do I want one? How? Yes. Back to the reading. Maybe others taught us it wasn't polite or appropriate to speak up for ourselves. The truth is, if we don't, our unmet wants and needs may ultimately come back to haunt our relationships. We may end up feeling angry or resentful, or we may begin to punish someone else for not guessing what we need. We may end the relationship because it doesn't meet our needs. Intimacy and closeness are only possible in a relationship when both people can say what they want and need. Sustained intimacy demands this. Sometimes we may even have to demand what we want. That's called setting a boundary. And I think I'm realizing the way to set a boundary is connect to that still small voice. And activities that I can listen to when I do that is showering, meditation, walk, and even play. Back to the reading. Sometimes we may even have to demand what we want. That's called setting a boundary. We do not do this to control another person. Narcissists may take it that way, but to gain control over life. Our attitude towards our needs is important too. We must value them and take them seriously if we expect others to take us seriously. When we begin to place value and importance on our needs, we'll see a remarkable change. Our wants and needs will begin to get met. Today, I will respect the wants and needs of others and myself. I will tell others, my higher power and myself, what I want and need. I will listen to what they want and need. Two. And now we move to strengthening my recovery and a topic that wasn't in my life before recovery for several years and now is coming back. The topic? Fun. We were not taught how to have fun. This is so true. In fact, I was guilted and shamed for having fun. Someone in a meeting once asked what adult children do for fun. In our families of origin, many of us were too hypervigilant to have fun or experience joy. Yeah, like looking over the other shoulder. When we look back, we often struggle to remember brief moments of fun. Some of us do catch glimpses of playing with dolls or trucks, blowing dandelions or hollering. Let's play hide and seek. You're it. As we begin recovery, the idea of having fun may feel foreign, but we start to learn how important it is as a way to nurture our inner child and our adult self. You know, Julia Cameron talks about this. I was in a four-day breakthrough program at Caring Treatment Centers, uh, which was a, you know, a mix of a whole variety of stuff. I think gestalt stuff, uh, internal family systems, uh, psychodrama, which was the most useful, I would say. Um, and there was a part in the day about fun for an hour. And I just was like, I'm not paying for that. Like I am, and it is really so important. And I was reading a book on creativity and, you know, people, you know, time management for creatives. And they were like, you need to put creative work first. And for me, it's not so much creative. I need to put fun work first and define what that is and do that in the week. There's no like, oh, I deserve it because I got through the week. It's like, no, it's Monday. That's why I deserve it. 
Back to the reading. As we begin recovery, the idea of having fun may feel foreign, but we start to learn how important it is as a way to nurture our inner child and our adult self. As we get healthier, we see wondrous joy and freedom in having fun. We start doing things like drawing in a sketchbook, putting together a picture puzzle, coloring, working on a craft, going for a walk, riding a horse. Wow, this is awesome. Fishing, hiking a mountain trail, skiing, swimming, calling a friend, going to the movies, painting a picture, singing, going to the library, learning to play a musical instrument, listening to music, hugging a friend, going to a museum. God, I love the artist way. This brought it back fun. Sitting by the river, watching a sunset, laughing with friends, taking pictures, taking a class on meditation, playing a game. The list of fun activities that can go on forever. On this day, I will experience life to its fullest by being in the present and doing something fun. And the final reading from comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is self-love. Self-love enables the adult child to backfill the love or nurturing we do not get as children. Long ago, we were yelled at, pushed aside, and neglected. In our quiet times, we wondered in our little child's minds, why? What did I do wrong? I felt that way so many times. We looked out at the world and saw dad playing in the yard with his kids. I had to find other people. Those kids looked so happy. We stood in our yard alone, feeling like the only kid in the world nobody loved. God, I really noticed the unconditional love from my mom and the very conditional love from my dad. Back to the reading. This lack of love set the stage for years of searching. We found relief now and then when a teacher smiled or a friend bragged about us. But nothing made us feel loved enough to take away the pain. Some of us used drugs, alcohol, food, and other compulsive activities to fill the empty spot where love should have been. When we got to ACA, we felt a connection when we heard others talk about their loveless lives, because now we knew we weren't alone. We learned that the reason we didn't feel loved was because of something out of our control. True love can't coexist along with alcoholic and dysfunctional thinking. Right? Because, you know, if you don't love yourself, you, can, you know, can't really love others is the saying. Back to the reading. It wasn't our fault. We were always lovable. We made a commitment to start over and love ourselves. On this day, I will take positive action to love and nurture myself in a way only I can. And that concludes today's amazing readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kawant Saluja reminding myself that it's okay. Not only okay, it's important to ask for help, to clarify my wants, and to deserve those wants to have fun and to love myself.